Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to another episode of Hugh I Do, the podcast brought to you by your favorite cousins on the bright side. Welcome to another episode of Who I Do, the podcast that's going to tell you everything you need to know about rehearsal dinners. I am so, so excited for us to have our very special guest with us today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Kiria Stewart, owner of K Stewart Events here in Atlanta. I've been working with this business since 2019. So very excited to be talking to y'all today about rehearsal dinners and all of the lovely things about them. Yes, we're so excited to have you on. Yes. This is a topic I don't think people talk about enough, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like your wedding planning and then boop, up. Oh yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Um, What are we going to do? That's some extra money we weren't thinking about. Paying mm-hmm. for all right. those things. And hopefully someone else is paying for it. But yeah, yes. we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So super excited to have you on. What brought you into the event planning space, if you don't mind me asking? So what's funny is I have two marketing degrees. And then when I was in my master's program, they want you to do like an experiential piece. So I'm marketing field is very, very broad. And I went to one of my professors. I'm like, I need help picking what I want to do. And she's like, well, I can't help you until you narrow it down. So I was like, I don't know. Events sound interesting. And she calls a friend and he was working in the wedding industry. He was a florist. So I started um, shadowing him, seeing weddings. So I was kind of on the decor side. And then I was like, huh, wonder what those planners are over there doing. And then I transitioned over there, been a wedding planner ever since. Love that. Love that. You are doing the good work. I'll just say that because being a wedding planner is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is it's not, not for the week. It, it definitely isn't. I love it, though. I'm like really detail oriented. So I know it's a lot and it's like a long process, especially full service. Like you're working for 12, 15 months sometimes. But it's it's fun. It's stressful, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like it pays off when you get them to the wedding day and everybody's happy and having a great time. It's like, that's what I do it for. Exactly. That's why. That's why. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we are going to now go into our favorite segment, which is this or that. We've been doing this now for what, I guess, two, three years almost of this three or that. Years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're going to keep it going in this new season of Who I Do. But this time we're going to do two rounds instead of four, but it's still your favorite game, just like the Instagram game where you pick between one option or the other and you explain why. And because you are our very special guest, you're going to go first and then Tania is going to answer and then we're going to start back up. And then once we're done with that, we will dive into all things rehearsal dinner. So to get started, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to have a rehearsal dinner at your favorite restaurant, like the restaurant y'all go to all the time or or your rehearsal dinner at a restaurant you've never been to before, but you've heard was really, really good. As much as I love switching things up, I'm going to go with the familiar restaurant because okay, what if the food's not good? Or what if the service isn't good? Or, you know, like mm-hmm. I need this to be a decent, like a good, happy moment. So I'm going with familiar. Okay. Well, that, what about you, Tania? What are you going to do? I feel like I would also do the same because like you said, service is everything especially if you are inviting a lot of people or 
I'm sorry, like your bridal party, but depending on how big your bridal party is, mm-hmm. you know, like you want to make sure that, you know, everything is on point. Although my rehearsal dinner, I had never gone to the restaurant, but my in-laws had. So, I mean, it was kind of like toss up. But at that point, I didn't really care where we went. <laughs> You're at the end of the road at that point. I will say where you went, that fish, I think it was a, a bass. Yeah, it just Oof. melted in your mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm, I, I've been mm-hmm. chasing that feeling ever since. <laughs> it was so good. So, so good. I think you well, went to the now. Is it, yeah. is it La Petite? Was it La Petite? No. Yeah, Petite Violet. But of course, it's a French restaurant. But um, it was good. That I know fish. we're not pronouncing the name correctly, but we're yeah, not. the food was divine. If you're in the Atlanta area, please check that out, especially mm-hmm. if you enjoy seafood. I mean, I'm and sure it, the other food was good too. Yeah. But. And they have a, like a nice little like back area. Oh yeah, no yes. problem. You don't have to get too dressed up if you don't want to, but you can. Like it's it's whatever vibe you're trying to go for. But okay, all right. I would agree with y'all. Can't go wrong with your favorite restaurant. For the second round, again, because we're talking about rehearsal dinners, would you prefer a brunch rehearsal dinner or would you prefer a rehearsal dinner dinner, <laughs> like a true rehearsal dinner? Mm, I love brunch. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go brunch. There's other logistics around that, which we'll get to later, but I'm going to go brunch. Okay. I like that. What about you, Tania? I love brunch as well. And I feel like that's like the same answer that what she's <laughs> just because you can get things done early. You know, I feel like the rehearsal dinner or I'm sorry, the rehearsal kind of takes up a lot of time. Well, not really, because you're only working with the, like a short time frame. But I feel like if you can get that done earlier in the day and then go eat and like chill, take pictures, do whatever, and then have the rest of the day to yourself. Like, I feel like that's like the perfect type of schedule. But that, yeah, it's a brunch. Okay. And I like how you said the rest of the day to yourself as if realistically that day is really to yourself. You're still going to be running around, around a whole bunch of people getting stuff done. But yeah. I mean, hopefully not. But yeah. Let's remember. It depends on the person. Right. (laughs) It depends on the person. Yeah. Not us. Yeah. Yeah. Not Not us. us. We was running around. (laughs) No, I really feel like if I would have had a brunch then I would have been able to finish everything on time. But I had a lot of You would have been more going. stressed the day before trying to get everything Never done mind. before the Okay, okay. Let's, move no, really, let's move on. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, so we tried. But saying all that to say, as I've mentioned plenty of times before, we're talking all things rehearsal dinners tonight. And so to start, just very simply, what is a rehearsal dinner? Like for the girls and guys that don't know. So a rehearsal dinner, which we talked about, doesn't have to actually be dinner. It's just a pre-wedding activity, usually takes place after the rehearsal. So depending on the time of your rehearsal, could be brunch, could be lunch, could be dinner. It's basically a time for all your family to get together, to get to meet, to get to know each other, because they probably have not done that before. It's super casual. There's no like really strict program. It's really just a thank you appreciation moment. Let's chill before we have this very long day together tomorrow. Is this necessary? Technically, no. I recommend it because your family's in town, their family's in town. Like, again, when is everybody going to be in the same room together? If we all just rehearse and we're kind of in the same place at the same time anyway, let's go eat and chill and have some drinks or whatever, you know. It's not required, just like, you know, bridal shower, bachelorette. All that stuff is optional. The rehearsal, for sure, have the rehearsal. 
but you don't have to go eat afterward. You know, there's budget and there's logistics. Who's in town? Who's busy? What, you know, what do y'all have to do tomorrow? Are you starting at 5 a.m.? Like all of that stuff comes into play. But if you can fit it in, it's nice to have your people together for a meal to kick it before, again, a very long day tomorrow. So that brings me to the next question. Who do you invite to the rehearsal dinner? Like, well, one, do you invite people? Is this just open for anyone or like who is actually there? So bare minimum would be everybody who came to rehearsals. So the wedding party, your parents, your siblings, anybody who's like in the actual ceremony. If you want to extend to their plus ones, you can do that. If you have like close knit family from out of town, so say your grandma flew in from I know far away or your best friends here, like if they're not in the wedding, but they're close to you, you can have them there too. Definitely no need to invite the entire wedding because they're going to be there the next day. But like close out of town family, wedding party, again, if you want to invite their plus ones, boyfriends and stuff like you can do that. But I recommend to keep it small because it is like a get to know you, we're chilling kind of thing. Some people turn it into a party. Some people have it super formal and they're inviting cousins and stuff. It really just depends on budget. What happens at the rehearsal dinner or brunch? It's really casual. Usually the rehearsal comes before it. Everybody eats, of course. That's the meal part of it. Sometimes toasts are given because you don't want that many toasts on wedding day. So if you want them to speak a little sooner, like let them do it at the rehearsal dinner. Couple will even give a toast, like just thanking everybody for all the planning and all the help that, you know, has been happening over the past however many months. Sometimes the couple will give a gift to their parents or to their maid of honor or whoever just to, you know, to say thanks. And then, yeah, it's kind of like a networking, get to know you. This is my cousin. Hey, this is my grandma. Like if y'all haven't met before, especially with the wedding party, because they're going to be, you know, spending the day together tomorrow. If they haven't spent a lot of time together, this would be a good time to kind of break the ice. I love that. I love that. I feel like I've seen both types of um, rehearsal dinners where like it's the guests giving the toast and then also the version where it's like the couple giving the honors or I guess toast to particular people in the room. I love it either way. So who pays for this though? Because if we're paying for the whole wedding, we're paying for everything else. Like who is going to drop these coins for this rehearsal? Or is it like, is somebody supposed to do it? Like if you want to do traditional, it's like the groom's family depends on how traditional you know, us younger Americans kind of get away from all of that stuff. Typically, it's not the couple. It's usually a gift to the couple from parents or grandparents or like if your aunt can host it in her backyard, if she is like, a, you know, a decent sized backyard or something like that. Um, it's usually not the couple paying for it. So that's another like appreciation. If your parents paid for rehearsal dinner, you can stand up and say, hey, mom and dad, thanks so much for, you know, helping us to this point. And thank you to my maid of honor. And thank you to the best man, you know, all of that stuff. But yeah, typically not the couple because you're right. You've paid for a lot of other things <laughs> along the way. Yes. I've even seen where um, one of my couples, their mom surprised them with the rehearsal dinner. So they didn't know they were having one. And oh. after rehearsal, they're like, oh, we're going down the hall. And then they're like, what's going on? Why's everybody going down the hall? And it was like, that was sweet of to do that. We definitely did it the traditional way. My husband's parents, my in-laws, paid for the event. Mm -hmm. And um, and honestly, like the next day, because I am half Liberian, my parents also threw um, like a little barbecue after the wedding and they actually were the ones to coordinate that. So I'm happy like that, you know, that was like a burden that was lifted off of me because 
I did not have it in me to plan that as well because there was just so much going on that day. So yeah, so definitely, um, hopefully you have someone else planning that. Yeah. And like you said, just everybody's in town. So I've also seen where people have something the day after the wedding or like the morning after before everybody flies out, like, because we're all here. So let's, you know, have another meal. Let's do a brunch or a breakfast or something before everybody heads out of town. So that's a good alternative. If you can't do rehearsal dinner, like maybe do it the day after the wedding before everybody leaves. Tania and I did two. So Tania did at the restaurant and I did it at a hotel, which I'm sure there may be differences or similarities there. But I know for us, like doing it at the hotel meant that, of course, we can't like really bring in outside food. I think we were able to bring in like a cake and like dessert, but that was pretty much it. That also meant that, you know, we're having to go with their pricing and Mm -hmm. their requirements and things like that. And we didn't necessarily do a tasting beforehand. So we were just praying that the food was good. And it was, thank goodness. But you never know. But um, I've I've heard of people that go to, they have it at a house or they have an event Mm -hmm. space or maybe they rent it like Airbnb. And so everybody just goes there Mm -hmm. or maybe they... Like sometimes the venue has a space that they can like um, do the rehearsal dinner at or brunch or whatever the rehearsal meal. But I never thought about that. And I never thought of it being like a real kind of this is a chill thing. Y'all don't have to get dressed up for this. This is just one last good time. A thank you to the closest folks. Be blessed. Now it's time to go ahead and do this thing. Um, mm hmm. Another thing that I did, um, I had my cousin who is a photographer to come and take pictures of that day, just because I feel like that's like one of the days that people really don't document that well. And so it's kind of like you have, of course, like the phone pictures or whatever, but you don't have like a lot of candids, you know? And so um, I wanted to make sure that I had that memory, um, even though we had a memory, mm-hmm. but you know, there's there may be one day where I, where I may not remember that day. So you know, I had him to come out. So you can always do that as well. I don't know if that's a thing, but just because it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great that you have those pictures. I was just thinking that like, all these things are customizable. Like I said, same with the bridal shower, same with bachelorette. Some people don't do them at all. So it's just, you know, you could do a DJ if you wanted one, you could do a little bit of decor, like some centerpieces, um, definitely like a caterer or some sort of food bar service. But photographer is definitely a good idea just to have those moments, like you said, candidates of everybody getting together um, because people will record it on their phones, but it's not quite the same. And then the wedding day pictures, everybody's like, you know, super polished and posed. So having those candidates is nice. For rehearsal dinners, do you, well, I guess, this is kind of like a twofold question. Do you have to have slash does your planner or coordinator like are they do they have to do this? You know, is this a part of like the wedding day, I guess, services or wedding event services that they provide? And if not, do you need one for like the dinner? I think in a lot of full service packages, it is in there. Um You don't need a planner to actually, because there isn't a program, you know, it's like, we're going to eat, we're going to talk, we're going to hang out. Planner would come in if you're like vetting venues. Do I do it at the hotel? Do I do it at the Airbnb? Am I looking for restaurants? Like that kind of logistics piece, your planner can definitely help with weighing out caterers, you know, weighing out decor, like that kind of stuff, keeping with budget. But similar to like 
the bachelorette party, like your maid of honor or your sister or your mom is going to lead on that. Like this is something the family usually does for the couple. So like I never go to my rehearsal dinners. I can definitely help you coordinate, you know, picking restaurant contracts, that kind of stuff. But I'm not going to go because this is your family's moment. So this is like another one of those not necessary pre-wedding activities. And, you know, I'm definitely... Y'all have a good time. I will see y'all bright and early in the morning. <laughs> so we're all gonna, you know, hair and makeup is like 6, 7 a.m. I will right. see y'all bright and early in the morning. That makes sense. <laughs> Any advice uh, for those who are planning a rehearsal dinner? Any advice for the parents um, or for like the bridal party who is hosting the rehearsal dinner? Any Any advice there? I would say the authenticity of like, Is this a chill couple? Because then this can be a chill rehearsal dinner. Is this a really, you know, elegant formal wedding tomorrow? Then let's do it. You know, like let's, it doesn't have to be a big production. It really is a chill, like let's get together because rehearsal was probably, you know, hour, hour and a half. Everybody's fresh off of rehearsal and there's a very long day tomorrow. Like I said, women usually start hair and makeup like six, seven o'clock in the morning. So like, It doesn't have to be a very big production. It can be chill. It can be low key. It's just about spending time together. So it can be in a backyard. It can be in a back room at a restaurant. Like you don't have to do this whole big budget spend to make it something meaningful. So I would just say, keep that in mind. It's just the focus on, you know, let's eat something and let's spend some time together. Call it a night. Because like Tania was saying earlier, some brides really want to go to bed. (laughs) because they don't want to have a long night. So let's wrap this up so I can go lay down so I can be happy tomorrow. (laughs) Right. And that's exactly what I needed, but it didn't work out that way. (laughs) I wanted to go to bed, but it's all good. Yeah. Or some people want to turn up, you know, some people want to go out. Oh, that's true. Well, that's That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had couples, they they didn't do a rehearsal dinner and then everybody went to the club and it's like, okay. And then after the wedding, you know, like they're going to uh, the day after the wedding, they all went to brunch or something. So you don't have to do a rehearsal dinner. If everybody's like, hey, we all going to take a nap and then we go into the club, do that. <laughs> That's, you know, totally up to y'all. Um, it's, it's totally customizable. So be whatever you need sense. to be. I have one more question. Have you ever heard uh-huh. of someone having a rehearsal dinner or like a rehearsal meal without doing the rehearsal? Because how that work? You can. Um, I think logistically it depends on the timing, mm-hmm. especially because some weddings are like multiple days. Mm. So like the rehearsal dinner might be on Thursday, but rehearsals on Friday and then the weddings on Saturday. Like it really just depends on the scheduling. Um but yeah, I guess if it's not a rehearsal, do you call it a rehearsal dinner without the rehearsal? Right. It's just dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That was a good one. I appreciate that. All right. Well, we're going to move into wedding vendor love. Korea, who would you like to shout out this week? I am shouting out Danielle and Sierra from Mood Design and Events. They are... Um, They do design, they do event planning, they do coordination. Um, Definitely love working with them. A a few of my couples have used them for decor. They are completely like, what do you need? They're flexible. They work with your budget. They work with your taste. They work with your style. Like, great to work with. Very professional. So definitely shout out to them. They're on my list. Perfect. So 
Where can the good people find you if they need help with their wedding or their rehearsal dinner or if they are planning an event and they are in need of some good services, tell them where they can find you. I am on Instagram at K Stewart Events, no punctuation. I'm on Facebook at K Stewart Events. I'm on Pinterest a little bit. So yeah, shoot me a DM, fill out the consultation form. My website is uh, kstewartevents.com. All the information is there. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much for this. I feel yes, like thank you. you're going to help the good folks out with their wedding planning journey. Don't forget to follow us everywhere you can. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even YouTube. You can find us at H-U-I-D-O-W-E-D, which is Who I Do Wed, or at Hue I Do Pod, which is H-U-E-I-D-O-P-O-D on pretty much any of those platforms. In addition to that, if you want to know more about any of the amazing wedding vendors we've shouted out or any of the really cool wedding vendors we've had on the show as guests or just some awesome wedding vendors in general that maybe you don't know of, head to find.huidu.com. There you're going to find over 600 wedding vendors that can help take you to your happily ever after. And no matter where you listen to Who I Do, if you could, please leave us a review. It will help other bride-to-bes and other people in the wedding planning space find a podcast that speaks to them as much as Who I Do speaks to you. 